dude. Oh, my eyes are wet. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what she said after her husband died. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) That's the cold open. Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies... We're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Faking Movies. This is episode uh, 131, which you're hearing me right, everybody, is a palindrome. Um, I'm joined... (laughs) That's wow. okay. Well, <laughs> wow. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh huh. I mean, I'm like gonna a palindrome in the way the name Bob is a palindrome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play this up a lot now because if we ever make it into the thousands, it's gonna be a lot harder. Uh, true. Yeah, fair. Will we? No, ha- actually, st- be- statistically, it's exactly the same. I think. <laughs> <laughs> they come around as often. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> will what? Well, well, I don't know about that. Like, I am like fairly yeah. certain that's the case. <laughs> no, in the there's hundreds, more numbers, it's... but there's they still like bookend mirror the same. What I'm saying is in the hunt. Uh, no, like because in the hundreds, it's every ten you get like like a palindrome, right? Because it's like every. Every number in the 100 range that ends in a one mm-hmm. is going to be a palindrome. But once you get into the thousands, not every number that ends in the one is going to be a palindrome. It's not going to be every 10. Yeah, no, you're right. Shit. I thought that was okay. Oh, wow. oh, Mr. I have a degree in math. Okay. <laughs> I don't, but. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like your little English boy learned numbers oh, a little bit. My, oh. my little English boy. <laughs> oh, your little English boy. Oh, what what dirty one. one. That's, that's like, I don't know why, but that seems weirdly offensive to be talking about the English in an Irish hey, accent like that. Peoria, Peoria can only take so much beatings. Yeah, we yeah. have to alienate the Irish. Peoria is not going to know English if I'm English or Irish. Time. Fuck them. Like. <laughs> Oh, I'm a uh, wee Protestant. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> you should watch. Oh boy, by the way, the everybody troubles. should watch Dairy Girls. So right. the, tr- oh, the yeah. troubles. Um, so uh, uh, speaking no, of wee English though, boys, don't listen to you two though. God, fuck. Oh, they're the worst. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of vlogging, we- Molly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all right. Okay. I mean, um, back in like the '90s when I listened to Flogging Molly. Obviously, yeah. Not I've always been more of a Pogues guy myself. But... I was always more of a Dropkick Murphys guy myself. That's because you're the fucking worst. They are American. <laughs> they are not from any part of the UK. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> Bostonian bullshit. Yeah. You can't even like be be like uh, contrarian and like the street dogs. They're basically just Dropkick Murphys, but not I... famous. I like that guy that wrote the movie once. What's his name? He's oh, cool. the Hilltop Hoods, Australia's premier shitty oh. <laughs> spoken word band. <laughs> oh, Jesus <no>. Christ. <laughs> Glenn Hansig. He's cool. He's oh, an Irishman. Glenn, Glenn Danzig? No. <laughs> no, nice. no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, nice I do one. love him, but for different reasons. Oh, the glass beefcake himself, Glenn Danzig. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. what they call him, I guess. He does get punched in the face a weird amount. <laughs> yeah, because he's buff, but he can't take a punch. He's a glass beefcake. Yep. That's true. And he's old as fuck. And also very short, apparently. 
Yeah. Oh, weird. Well, I'm very short, so like, whatever. Well, you don't um, try to fight people all the time. Like, <laughs> I in fact make a point to never fight right. people. <laughs> yeah. A friend of mine one time when we were like in our early twenties was like, "Yeah, these guys are like giving me shit." So like, you know, we're going to the bar. If they like try to start something, you got my back, right? And I just looked at him and I was like, "No, absolutely, we're no adults. Way. If we get into a fight, we go to jail." Yeah. Like this. Also, I don't want to get punched in the face. I will smoke I a cigarette punched. 15 feet away from that fight and then laugh at you when you get your ass kicked. Right? Yeah. I've been punched in the face on a number of occasions, and it is not super pleasant. Sure. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I got a scar over one eye from it. There you go. Anyway. Seth, the, the most masculine of all of us by traditional metrics. I, oh, I have yeah. a little scar in one of my cheeks. It's from a fight I got in in kindergarten. So, like, oh. I can't step, you know? I have a scar on my chin. It's from when I was 19 and I thought I could skateboard. But oh. I try not to tell people about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think I introduced either of you. I'm here with my dear friend Seth hey. and my dear friend Zach. And Ooh. we are having a ball, it, it, it appears. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> sure enough. Um, before I forget, you should all check out our Twitter um, because that's the only thing we update, and Marielle is the best. Um, true. Yep. And by we, I mean Marielle. Yep. Uh, sometimes I get drunk and I'll live tweet a movie, though, um, and I accidentally really? do it in our show's Twitter instead of my Twitter. Oh, I didn't know that happened. That sounds kind of fun, actually. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so look for that. Cool. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll anyway. Maybe later tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Possibly. I have to make dinner after this, so uh, I'll be getting pretty tight. Uh, <laughs> eh, oh. Um, hmm. Speaking of little English boys, uh, I sent you guys that story about Rod Stewart today. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a, uh, he's a good man, that Rod Stewart. Yeah. Long-time listeners of the show will know that I am Rod Stewart when we eventually do our shot-for-shot shot remake of the All for Love music video, <laughs> the song that tied into the 1993 Disney Three Musketeers starring the great unpleasantness Chris, <clears throat> Chris O'Donnell. Wow. <laughs> Got it out. You know how there's... I get this... to be Sting. Boo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Ugh. Zach has to my, be right now. My Adams. dick is so raw. I'm so sad that I got Sting. <laughs> Kama says this. Uh, <laughs> I, you know how people pose this thought about, like, if you could go back in your life and change one thing ever, I think the day that we called people that would sing that <laughs> Three Mucked Tears song would probably be mine. Wow. Yeah. Of yeah. all of the things that have gone, you were just the last life. roommate to get into the apartment. And so I was, the I was the room. fucking Ross of this friend's nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this fucking. Sucks. You know, Zach, if it makes you feel any better, you get to sing lead on the song. Yeah, you do. I mostly oh. just to I'm get, not, get to be like off tone. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Sting is pretty lazy. That's true. Mm-hmm. Did they yeah. play the um, instruments for this? They're all instruments. Oh no, at least Sting. Sting and- it- in the music video, Sting full on like uh, uh, plays bass. Yeah, he's okay. slapping. And he's Brian slapping Adams mm-hmm. plays guitar. Rod he's a guitar play. boy. Yeah. Rod Stewart can play the banjo, but he rarely does. <gasps> Interesting. Okay. Interesting mm-hmm. because banjos end up being important in this film that we're doing this week. Oh, Interesting because it's yeah. not in the one that I did. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> I guess that was Seth's way of moving the show along. Yeah. Um, oh, no, so. we could talk about Rod Stewart and his train habit. But... God damn it. It's so cool. Oh, yeah. That's why it's I brought him so up. Cool. He has a whole, the whole upstairs of his giant mansion is a model train town. Here's, here's the best part about this. So train people and rich people, there is a Venn diagram with one person in the middle, and it is Rod Stewart. Yeah. Unless you count Gomez Adams, but he is fictional. Fictional, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. 
But can you like train dudes uh, spend a lot of money on trains that I assume their partners, wives, or husbands are very not pleased about? <laughs> oh, uh, you're 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 only kind of right about that. It's their ex partners who are not pleased about the amount of money they spend <laughs> yeah. on trains. Right, right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They bring home another set of weird pedestrians waving at cars, and they're like, "That's it. That's the last fucking straw. I'm done." With I told this you. Shit. I told you I was done. <laughs> Yeah, but like Rod Stewart has the means to really fucking dig in and like go crazy about it, and that's fun. Like I, Mm -hmm. yeah, good for him. You sent us that story too that he like saved a train club's like like bullshit when what happened? What was it? Uh, It was it was hooligans came in. Some hooligans, (laughs) a band of hooligans. Literally in this case, yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, a bunch of teens came in and smashed up this like thirty five thousand pound thing in the uk that these guys had like a clubhouse and they were building this thing for like decades and teens came in and fucked it all up and rod stewart teens are the best of trains (laughs) uh came in and was like hey i also like trains uh here's ten thousand pounds which is like such a cool move yeah and i think they they made like well over what the damage was because it made like international news and so, like, they, hmm. they got their thing back. But it was there was a literal video of old, like, 60-, 70-year-old guys weeping openly about how much work they had put into this train situation. It was oh, God, you're really making me feel for this. I think I need to pull a pivot and make my movie about that. And <laughs> the king of California is Rod Stewart and his train collection. Like, Seems cool. Seems cool. Yeah. By the way, we're doing the King of California this week. Hey, year. we did it. Yeah. Just one more thing on that. I have had a song <laughs> stuck in my head ever since you sent me this thing, and it's called I Often Dream of Trains When I'm Alone by Robin Hitchcock, and it is a very <laughs> strange song. Oh, God. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does I'll, sound... I'll, I'll send it to y'all as soon as we're done recording. Yeah, we'll put it okay. in the show notes. Do we do show notes? That's a thing that other shows do. We do no. not. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I, we need, I like... usually post drunk after i edit an episode and just like brap, 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 and that's the yeah you put up like a description does that count yeah that's yeah. the notes i think oh i don't know but i think that's the notes maybe there's another thing i don't know oh maybe that company that's trying to scam us about podcasting oh, is like, could tell us what show notes are oh. no they were mostly about like social media presence i think they literally wanted to have us pay them to make fake like social media accounts that would like our shit and then SEO up uh, the whole like title. I don't. It was so Those fools. Don't they know we record this for no one? Exactly. Like that's not a not our brand, not our mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be like, ugh, so gross. Yeah. I bought a Bluetooth speaker so I can jerk off to our voices in any room of my house. Well, like, also the, the conceit of this business yeah. plan is hilarious. Like, okay, so you you pay a thousand dollars to push your thing up to the wait. Front. Really? That was that was I didn't read oh, all. Oh, a thousand was like mid tier. Yeah. Oh, it goes way up there. Christ. And then it pushes you up to the top of something, but then like we're still just us like (laughs) okay people like click on our thing and subscribe maybe and then they hear the thing and they go no that's not for me no i think i'm good i'm just gonna throw this out here i'm sure someone else has said it already podcasting is the new vanity publishing isn't it absolutely yes of course but we are well you know what boys our vanity publishing only cost us what a hundred bucks so yeah yeah that's a lot better right that's what i'm saying we all bought equipment and stuff too yeah. Zach bought my microphone for me as a birthday oh, present. I, did, that's true. <laughs> I guess I bought my own equipment. <laughs> well, maybe next year, Seth. Maybe. <laughs> for Hanukkah just... next year, I'll, I'll get at you. 
<laughs> you already have a good look. Uh, it's true. I do. So, are, so like, <laughs> yeah. No, but the the hubris of like I'm going to pay the service to push me to the top, and then my talent will carry me from there. It's just like what? Get the fuck Does anybody out remember here. the name of this service? Can we toast them? Like roast them a bit I right now? Don't, nah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Know. I, don't, I, don't, I also don't want to give them any. Th- th- fuck them. That's all. You know what? While we're on this subject, let's talk about two podcasts that actually are good friends of ours, and that's gonna be um, fuck the one that I was on a few months. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't on Let's Write an Episode, but them, oh, they're yeah, great. They're, they're, I enjoy fucking love them. Um, oh, God. Cinematic Respect is the oh, one I yeah, guessed it on. Man, I'm glad you pulled that one out. That yeah, guys, amazing. like let's let's give them some props because yeah. both great shows, both full of really cool people. And like, way more professional than our bullshit, obviously. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Anyway, I, uh, we should get going. Yeah, so uh, Lee, like you're faking 45 a movie this week in. called uh, The uh, <laughs> King of California, I reckon? Yes. Lee, uh, movie to, I'm... to preface this, Seth, this morning and also this afternoon, yeah. messaged me and said, I completely blanked out watching this entire movie. He's like, he's like, I can't remember anything. And then like eight hours, I told him about it. And then eight hours later, he messaged me again and goes, I can't remember anything. <laughs> yeah. So... That's yeah. a bodes well for me. There you go for that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this will be a Zach rating first episode, I suppose. <laughs> well, ah, uh, no, eh, no, we'll talk no, about it. No, I mean, mm. I'll probably remember something at some point. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, so to long our long-awaited episode here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so King of California is the name of the movie. You guys uh, gave me Michael Douglas and Evan Rachel Wood. That's it. Yep. That's it. Uh, Not but a bad then cast, when I, honestly. When I protested, you you added uh, two people in, uh, Kathleen Wilhote. I actually don't know how to pronounce her last name. No idea. Not even a clue. She is, uh, for listeners of the show who know that Roadhouse is one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. she plays the waitress in Roadhouse who like kind of meets Dalton and is like, oh, Dalton, let me show you the lay of the land. And then she sings Mustang Sally later in the movie. She's super cool. She also plays right. Luke's sister on Gilmore Girls. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also gave me Allison Ashley Arm, uh, who mm-hmm. is a famous YouTube person slash also um, really I didn't know that I didn't yeah know yeah she's a she's long running YouTube. She used oh. to be a Disney Channel kid, and she is okay. on one of my favorite shows on TV right now, AP Bio, which recently got canceled. But they're doing a like a Veronica web Mars only campaign. resurrection, yeah, yeah, yeah streaming something. Yeah. Um, so also, uh, Seth engineered this solution too. We decided to give you two people, and Seth goes, "You know, he's gonna bitch about that, and we should have two <laughs> more on deck." And you fell exactly into that trap, and you fell more. right into our <laughs> sneaky plan. It took twos of seconds for me. To yeah, no, about no. That, I think so, we yeah. gave you the two-person yep. cast, and you were like, two? You dumb fucks! Yeah. <laughs> you pieces of dog shit!" Like, yeah, it was um, very good. So. Mm-hmm. Let me go through a few ideas that I didn't do. Excellent. Uh, and also, I do want to point out that uh, other than literally the first failed idea, um, friend of the show, Eva, came up with every single one of these pitches, including the one that I'm going to do. Love that. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, so this is a an unofficial Eva app, if anybody's keeping track of that. <laughs> um, I did write the episode, um, but she gave me the idea. Mm-hmm. So Sure. Yeah, I've done okay, those so, before. This is the one that I thought about myself uh, that, I, that I thought maybe I would do. Um, the worst there was, one. There was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was this dude in San Francisco in like the early 20th century who like claimed to be king of the United States. This is oh, a real yeah, person. I remember this. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I don't know anything about this person other than that's a thing that happened. Mm -hmm. So I was going to like do a little research and maybe it was going to be a biopic, but like a weird humorous biopic, maybe revisionist history. Biopic is very cool. I I mean, I do that a lot. Yeah. Like like the man of La Mancha. There you go. Sure. Or the (laughs) version of that, that Terry Gilliam actually got made. I forget what it was called. Uh, Yeah. That came out in the cursed times. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, that's why Trump's president, because yeah, that movie got made. It's true. Oh, fuck. That's what brought about the apocalypse. <laughs> the God universe split down the middle. Damn it, Trump Terry Gillum. Yeah, you piece of shit. <laughs> I assume Jonathan Price was involved, too, you bastard. Oh, um, man. Uh, so here are in, uh, the the other ideas mm-hmm. uh, that we that I didn't go with. Uh, these are all uh, TM, 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 uh, friend of the show, Eva. Mm-hmm. So Yep. A movie about the inventor of the California King mattress. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's like pretty that? fun. Like that? A sequel to the movie California, spelled with a K, which, uh, oh, have any of you guys no. ever seen that? No. I... It's Brad Pitt, Juliette Lewis, yeah. David Duchovny, and the lady who played Marianne, the villain from season two of True Blood. Oof. <laughs> Jesus, uh, okay. I will not elaborate. You guys, we'll do that one in the future. Okay. Or maybe not. Yeah, I sure. assume it's about ketamine. With a K, uh, yeah, it could be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, the and her 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 final idea that we didn't go with uh, was uh, an Oscar bait movie, which is a Mark Zuckerberg biopic where Michael Douglas plays him right after college, and then I pointed out that that's just called the Social Network. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Michael Douglas plays him right after college. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A, that is the social network, and B, uh, it's so anachronistic. I mean, that could be fun, I guess. I don't maybe. Mm. <laughs> uh, so here's what what I did end up going with. Uh, again, uh, uh, even uh, Eva, a friend of the show, idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So it's a movie about Arnold Schwarzenegger running for governor of California with gratuitous flashbacks to his time as a bodybuilder. Michael Douglas mm. plays Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> So this oh, no. is like the Liberace movie, but cast so much more poorly, I guess. Is that what you're getting? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so uh, wow. let me get into what I actually what I actually <laughs> created for y'all. Um, uh-huh. Are you guys familiar with Pumping Iron? Yeah, I was just going to say. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, the, that's, the that's documentary. documentary right? mm-hmm. yeah, 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 the documentary about, Mike, about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as a bodybuilder during his time as Mr. Olympia. Yeah. Um, so uh, the movie is going to heavily be intercut with scenes from that, except those scenes are going to be reenacted by Michael Excellent. Douglas. Uh-huh. That uh, is what I was hoping would happen. Is, is Michael so, Douglas's flab body just like... Yeah. <laughs> and he's got like, instead of like a bunch of 45 plates, he's just got two 15s on the end of every barbell. Yeah, something like that. Um, and every, and then, every, everyone else is played by an actual bodybuilder. So yes, like, yeah, yeah. Just Absolutely. to juxtapose the absurdity. Yeah, yeah. That's Let's let's also like dial this up. So like those okay. scenes, present day Michael Douglas is playing him, and then for the uh, Arnold running for governor scenes, Michael Douglas in extra old face makeup <laughs> is going to be playing. So it's Michael Douglas at seventy five and Michael Douglas at like one hundred and twenty five. Okay. Oh boy. Cool. Uh, so look. it's so this movie is kind of a lot of different like Seth pe- Seth pieces. Wow. Hey different set pieces uh built around like things happening to arnold during his run for governor that flash back to things that happen in pumping iron okay 
Okay. Uh, so uh, first thing we see is Arnold meets Kathleen. She's going to be his uh, campaign manager, and they have a discussion. And he's very like flippant, um, kind of shitty to her, not like overtly, but very like dismissive. And that's when we're going to get a flashback to um, the scene in Pumping Iron where he talks about how um, his type of woman is any woman who is breathing and charming. Ooh. Mm, I feel that's like the thing, I was going to say, thing that's got to be a real thing, right? This oh, is the thing he God says. Um, and then like we close Ugh. it out on the literal quote uh, from that sequence where he says, uh, if she's breathing and charming, then I can make use of her. Ooh, <laughs> yuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. So then we're going to be on the campaign trail, obviously, you know, uh, and this is when we meet Allison, who's playing a young Republican uh, campaign volunteer. Mm, okay. uh, so, you know, like college age, maybe late high school age. Yeah. Um, this is a big event. Um, we're going to see him meeting all of these uh, supporters, including a lot of young people, specifically her. She's going to be the person we focus on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we're going to play up her like comedic abilities for being like awkward and starstruck. Sure. That um, yep. And that's when we're going to flash to him talking about how this is, again, a thing that literally happens in Pumping <laughs> Iron, uh, where he, he talks about how he admires dictators and Jesus Christ for their ability to be remembered for many years. Mm. Wowzers. It's a, uh-huh. good, it's a good look. Am I remembering correctly? So Pumping Iron was very recent. Uh, after he came to America, didn't he barely speak English in this movie? It was 1977, and I'm pretty sure he had been in some movies by then. Oh, okay. He'd been I, in I Hercules recall... in New York, but that that movie okay. had to be like completely dubbed over because he couldn't speak English. Right. Also, I, I remember he, there being something he, about how he was so magnificent physically that they were just like, we can't not cast him, but like he was such a dummy and not English-speaking that they were like, oh, we're going to have to figure this, like... Well, so based not. on the, like, this, I've never actually watched the entirety of Pumping Iron, but based on the scenes I have seen, mm-hmm. he is definitely, like, nearly fluent at this point. Oh, okay. In 77? Yeah. Hmm. Like, Conan didn't come out until 80. It was in the 80s. It was 82, and yeah. I thought that well, they so had to he was in, that because he couldn't speak well enough, too. He was in a movie in the late 70s that I want to do on the show eventually called Stay Hungry. Hmm. Um, oh. where he is very competently speaking English, unless it was like really well dubbed later. Like I would not have noticed, <laughs> Seems you know, unlikely, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Weird. All right. Hercules in uh, New York was 69. Nice. Uh, so... <laughs> okay, so that's considerably earlier. But... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he had a good 10 years. God damn. How old is he? Like a thousand? <laughs> yeah. I mean, time kind of memorial, of? right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's older, I guess, than we think. Um, Wow. So then we're we're going to go to our next sequence. Nice. Nice. Um, (laughs) We're going to go to our next sequence, which is Evan Rachel Wood. Mm -hmm. uh, And she is a reporter who is interviewing Arnold, um, you know, like a couple days before the actual election takes place. Um, And in this sequence, uh, he's going to talk to her as though he's already won. And and not in like the oh. candidate way of like oh when I'm elected I'll do this he's like hey I'm the governor now so this is my plan right um, nice okay. and and there we're gonna flash to the scene from Pumping Iron where he calls his mother up to tell her that he won his sixth Mister Olympia competition mm-hmm. days before the competition even takes place so like we're gonna set uh, up okay. this like oh. 
So this is hubris this, on his part? Yeah, well, like we're delusional? the only thing is his hubris has, like, paid off, apparently, because... It has, like, yeah, empirically, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then uh, we're going to get to a scene where Arnold is taunting Gray Davis. Do you guys remember Gray Davis? I do remember Gray Davis. That was the Seth governor does. previous, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Gray Davis was the governor of California that was recalled um, mm-hmm. before Arnold Schwarzenegger was elected, mostly due to a, like very intense effort by the um by the energy lobbies in california to remove him from office Mm -hmm. because he was trying to push through a bunch of uh regular uh legislation to regulate uh some of the energy issues in the state yeah um and they paid millions of dollars for this crazy smear campaign to say that you it worked yep um, and then we got the state of California was thrown into this ridiculous recall election where there were hundreds of fucking candidates on the ballot. I like, remember that too. Whoa, oh, man, fun. Okay. So we're we're what we're gonna see of Gray Davis is like him getting taunted by Arnold right after the election because Gray Davis is gonna have to be there when Arnold's getting sworn in, like mm-hmm. as tradition would dictate. Right. Um, and that's when we're gonna flash back to the scene from Pumping Iron, where he teases a young Lou Ferrigno. Um, oh, wonderful! <laughs> uh, and and one of the things he told Lou Ferrigno is like, "You're not ready because you're too small. And even if you get bigger, I'm always gonna be bigger than you. Like, I'm gonna get bigger when you get bigger." Like, wow! Yeah. Cool. So that's that's what we're gonna see. Um, and then uh, finally, the last sequence of the movie is Arnold as governor, mm-hmm. and uh, we see him very happy he's about to go to the gym but before he goes he is stopped due to a bunch of wildfires that need his immediate attention and if you guys remember (laughs) like literally a week after he was sworn in huge fucking wildfires like were ravaging california right um so that's when we're gonna flash to a scene probably the most famous scene from pumping iron um and this is where i'm gonna remind you before i'm done uh that michael douglas is playing him during all of these <laughs> uh-huh. scenes uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh-huh uh we're gonna flash to a scene of him talking about uh how getting a pump on is like coming and that um oh. having sex and going to the gym are like coming and why wouldn't you get a pump on because it's like you're coming all the time you know, given all the previous quotes, I shouldn't be surprised, yeah. but it's still gross. Yeah, okay. This, right. is, this is probably the most famous thing from Pumping Iron because it's so weird. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but once we see that scene, uh, we're going to cut back to a stationary camera locked on Arnold's face as his smile fades away. And we're going to see more and more people buzz around in the foreground, in the background, handing him papers and folders and discussing matters of state over him until it turns into just like a uh, an unintelligible buzz. Mm-hmm. And his smile is completely gone because this is, and metaphorically, what we're going to try to get across is this is the first thing that has ever been too heavy for Arnold. Oh, shit. Cut to black. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. very nice. Okay, that's fun. I man, you So that's the King of California. Yeah, you you made like a surprisingly poignant movie despite casting Michael Douglas as goddamn Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) 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 That's very fun. That is a very good point. Yeah. Uh I had forgotten about Mr. Olympia. I have to say, before we get into anything else, uh there is an amazing documentary uh about the most winningest mr olympia ronnie coleman called ronnie coleman the king on netflix Hmm. 
The he, king of California? <clears throat> no, I think he lives... I don't remember, but he mm-hmm. he was like the guy... He was up against Arnold at some point, I think. Mm. Maybe like Arnold was waning and he was coming up in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is so fucked now. Like, he can barely walk. And he like yeah, is very but... outspoken about how this whole Bodybuilding is... really messes up your body. And so... steroids and all of that kind of shit, mm-hmm. too. He's like wow. very, very outspoken about like, this is terrible. No one should do this. It's awful. A, but... a guy I grew up with, um, his father was a bodybuilder in the 70s mm-hmm. um, and is actually in Pumping Iron. Um, oh, oh, no kidding! Like he's in he's in the background in a few scenes. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was hunched, like mm-hmm. constantly hunched, yeah. like in oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, especially yeah, back then when when we didn't know what steroids did to you, so they were just like, Give I don't, me I more. don't know that. I don't know that that he that this particular person took steroids. Oh, no, I, just because, sure. but I don't like, want to yeah. say that because I literally right, I, don't know. I just I know that it that. like ruined his body. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. fuck up your musculature like so right. badly. Well, and this guy's back was notably very fucked. He was just like, yeah, he, he did like an eight hundred pound squat, and that was very uh, remarkable yeah. at the time. And everybody was like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense now. But he's yeah, completely fucked, and he's doing lots of cool things to try to make people do it in a healthy way and not like a nightmare way so so he's not an investor in a crossfit gym is what you're saying hmm. i would be surprised i don't know for a fact but yeah hey not mr olympia but you know who was a mr universe Me? sean connery oh, yeah. oh. Hmm. Gross. speaking of people that treat women very poorly <laughs> oh there we go tied back yikes in. okay so lee <laughs> <laughs> Do you do you seamless <laughs> seamless quite? Uh, do you want to hear the IMDb summary of this god awful fucking stupid ass <laughs> movie? Yeah, let's hear the version that's worse than mm-hmm. mine. <laughs> okay, this is a 2007 film. Mm-hmm. You're, that's that's impossible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of the more recent ones. Mm-hmm. More on that later. Yeah. An unstable dad who, after getting out of a mental institution, tries to convince his daughter that. There's Spanish gold buried somewhere under suburbia. Wow, what is that? How that sentence? Did I say that right? <laughs> no, that that an unstable sense, yeah. dad who, after getting out of a mental institute, tries to convince his daughter that there's Spanish gold buried somewhere Always under with suburbia. The there's an episode of Psych that is basically this plot, except oh. it's uh, Sean's uncle played by Steven Weber. Oh, that sounds like a cooler movie. If Psych was, a it was movie. a great episode of Psych. Yeah. Psych's a fucking good show. Steven Weber was a great recurring character on that show. Steven Weber's good at most things, turns out. Yeah. I hear he's... Brian was the hotter brother on Wings, I'm just going to say it. Oh. All right. I hear <laughs> well, yeah, really you're not at, wrong. I hear he's really good at grilling. Weber nice. joke. Okay. Yep, yeah. that's a good one. Noted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll mark that. We'll tally that on yeah, your yeah. sheet. Let the yeah. record yeah, show yeah, yeah. that was a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, Osiris has an abacus of goofs that determine whether or not you can make it into the afterlife. Yeah, for every goof, your heart loses a pound or something. I don't know. So, yeah, so you all gotta of get us down get to featherweight. Like, Man, you guys were really quantity over quality on this shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're really trying to min-max your, uh, your experience yeah, here. Like, you know. Uh, all right. Um, I don't know what min max means. People talk about it in role playing games, and I don't get it. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah, it's, it's a game fine. thing. It's it's just like grinding essentially. That's kind of the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I have a slightly longer summary. Not much longer. Eating a lot of sandwiches. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. Or a hoagie. Um, mm-hmm. Even. It's a lot, uh, of, lot of fantasy hoagies. Sure. All right, we got to get past this. This this is this is going <laughs> to... The fucking alligators are going to eat our hearts now. Like, it's bad. All right. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood is Michael Douglas's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, shit. Crocodiles. Yeah. Egypt. Yeah, crocodiles. Yeah. Sure. Um, as Seth mentioned, he's been in a mental facility for a bit. He just got out and... Three years, seems... I think. Yeah, not like a long stint, but enough. Um, yeah. He he still seems to be very quote eccentric uh, at best. More oh. on that later. God damn um, it! We we flash back to some foundational moments between them and their family. Uh, the most alarming of which is her finding him trying to hang himself. Mm-hmm. A, a scene you literally see. He's like hanging wow. and like struggling with the noose from a ceiling fan in the attic. No. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. He has rough. bipolar disorder of some nature. Yeah. So does does Allison play the young Evan Rachel Wood, and does yep. Kathleen play the wife in that time period? No. Kathleen plays a nobody. Uh, yeah. She plays a weird swinger that's trying to fuck Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, uh-huh. who is oh. who is yeah. not even seventeen yet? Uh, yeah, film. Yeah, we'll get but to yeah, that. Allison does play a young Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, she is, I think, we decided like eight in this movie. She mm-hmm. is a tiny human. She's yeah. quite young. But you can tell it's her because mm-hmm. of the eyes and the, mm-hmm. the yeah. whole thing. The eyes and like the yeah, thin, she looks exactly the same. structure, that sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, Michael Douglas continues to do weird shit, uh, which Evan writes off as just weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, she eventually realizes something is up, and he reveals that he's searching for hidden treasure from some Father Torres, mm-hmm. uh, who is part of this 15th century Spanish settler group, something, something. California. I swear to God, this is literally the plot of that psych episode. I hmm. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I uh, wouldn't be surprised. Either. They this might is... be sort of contemporaneous. Like, I mm-hmm. forget what the psych timeline was in real life. Psych but... would have existed at this point, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so well, it's just like Armageddon and uh, Deep Impact. You oh, know, yeah. two people have the same idea at the same or, time. Like electricity or calculus. Yeah, like it happens. <laughs> Dante's Peak and Volcano L.A. You know, sure, sure, sure. yeah, yeah. Jumping Jack Lemonosov. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Nope. Not Killed yet. it. Nope. <laughs> uh, okay. yeah. Killed it dead. Uh, so we we do a seemingly infinite amount of treasure hunting. Uh, nothing important happens. I cannot stress. He that. finds a doubloon at one point. Oh, that's nice. At one point, yes. Um, mm-hmm. We see that the mom was a hand model and hand apparently model. left the family because Mike was, A, compromising her hand fortitude by, like, Touching abusing them? her hands. Yeah, yeah. it's not clear. <laughs> uh, but mostly uh, mentally unstable. Like She was also mentally, but it's really glazed over. So, like... The, the mom the... barely exists, yeah. Yeah. It's... You don't even see her more than maybe two scenes. Correct. And mostly, so really, in... the hero of this movie is Evan Rachel Wood for being Absolutely. a person who uh, survived a childhood with two un people with two people with untreated issues. Mm-hmm. Yes, and while Michael Douglas is in the institution, she like has gotten a job and is like bought yeah. a car and is living on her own, and and she like managed to like like the the state thinks that or her mother thinks that she lives with her father her father Mm. thinks that she's staying with her mother the state thinks that she is like living with a relative like Mm. she she managed to just like slip through the cracks purposefully of of the foster care system so really the only thing she inherited from her parents was a need to be resourceful and survive yeah Mm -hmm. 
And also loved more on that later as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he is infinitely focused on this treasure hunting. He sells her prized Volvo station wagon. Uh, and finally she turns on him like, cause she's trying to indulge him in some capacity, but she's like, this is like one of the things I got for myself and it's keeping me alive and how fucking yeah, I need you. it to get to work, to do my, yeah. to do my job, like, to, to support my minimum both of wage us? job. Yeah. Because you refuse yeah. to get a job. Right. Oh, exactly. Man, I would love a Volvo station wagon, like an oldish they one are like an eight forty. They are still on the road because they were good. Cars. Yeah. They yeah. do. Last this is what forever. I'm saying. They're basically steel traps that are, that somehow yeah. have an engine in them. Yep. I parked next to one yesterday, and I was thinking, like, oh, if I could just find this guy and trade keys right now, I would. <laughs> no, they're really easy to hotwire. I've hotwired one before. Oh, yeah. They're Good super Good to know. Good and yeah, also yeah. very, like, they, Volvo was very ahead of its time in terms of, like, crash testing and oh yeah famously you can't you have to like cut the frame of a volvo because you can't crush it yes exactly yeah yeah. my friend had lost his key that's why we had to hot wire it sure sure Mm. sure yeah whatever Mm -hmm. you want to yeah go on i once helped friend of the show jeremy change the ignition switch in a volkswagen which involves removing the entire steering column and by help i mean i held the flashlight yeah. Oh, you yeah. really did that dad move. <laughs> did you well, hold no, it in the Jeremy right way the and he yelled at you? Or? He definitely yelled at me a few times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got that authentic put that Put that fucking PBR down and hold it better. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, oh, I could uh, hear that in Jer's voice, actually. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, so Evan does a bunch of introspecting, uh, realizes how sad Mike's life is, and then mm-hmm. decides unfortunately to enable him telling him that he should keep the quest going yep um this is sort of this is that's so real of like a person who yes has had to like figure out the world for themselves because they don't have someone that can like they can rely on and then like feeling like they owe it to that person to yeah it's not even the the world easier in this one it well it's kind of half that and kind of half that she wants a parent she wants yeah, any parent. she desperately wants a like any so, kind of if they can go life. on this like candy land adventure she's like oh at least we get to hang out i get like it's oh kind keep of, it's keep really in mind sad. while all this is happening there is gentle ambling of banjo in the background right oh. we didn't cover that yeah the musical cues so in this, this are so Steve Endless. Martin scored this movie? Like what? It's Quite not possibly. even Steve Martin because it's not like a fun, weird, crazy song that actually is a banjo. <laughs> it's more like a Yeah. It's oh, just slow just weird, sad. weird plotting picking, just like yeah, when uh-huh. Rod Stewart tries to play banjo. Exactly. Sure. Probably much like that, yeah. Hmm. Um, all right. So they the plausibility of where the treasure is gets more and more sort of impossible. Um, and so she ends up going to a swingers party by accident to get her boss's keys because she, oh, she works, works at, at a Costco, Costco now. How is she going to find keys at a swinger party? They're in a bowl. She'll never be able to well, figure them out. Yeah. So like she she like they they start this whole thing and they're out like mapping and orienteering and shit and yeah. they eventually settle that wherever the gold is supposed to be is underneath the Costco. So. Uh, Evelyn Rachel Wood then gets a job at the Costco and then it's yeah. like basically casing the joint. The, right. the enabling is so strong in this. <laughs> yeah. You gotta like get old man Kirkland's trust. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Um, except he's like 55 year old and is a swinger. And yeah. Apparently. Is it a famous person? Or? No. 
the guy's mm. not the woman is the one person we gave to you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah got it got but it. like um, uh, this this scene is genuinely one of the most upsetting things i've ever oh had yeah because they give her like life. a virgin daiquiri that isn't yeah isn't she, virgin and then she calls it out she goes, i feel kind of drunk and the yeah. the actress that we gave you goes like oops did that have booze in it and is like they wanted her to get in a hot tub and she didn't yeah. bring a swimsuit and mm-hmm. the woman's trying to give her like g-string bikinis or something yeah and she's and like 17 and everybody's oh it's just the yeah fucking worst. and and, oh, God, and rachel wood is like oh this doesn't feel good and then just vomits all over their bed yeah so, like, she thankfully good. escapes by puking everywhere which, that's good yeah, yeah. uh Thank have i ever told you guys about my uh the time i went to see queens of the stone age um, oh okay oh, okay and on. on the way out of the concert a couple who were clearly like in their early 40s uh and dressed let's say dressed to thrill at a, um, at a queens concert interesting yeah uh approached me as i was walking out and said hey how old are you and i went <laughs> i went uh not 19? enough gotta go <laughs> i went i went uh 19 and the the husband went huh! and the wife went i assume they're married the wife went that's a shame and then walked away Wait, you were too old? Is that the implication? I guess. Oh, yeah, my maybe God. Maybe they were very conscious about drinking laws. At a, oh, that's true. I mean, God. Because like, how are they going to put a Mickey in my drink if they can't give me a drink? Exactly. Oh, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's something. Egg, cream, chip, beef on toast, Lou. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. God Wait, damn. I fucked it up. You did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Biscuits uh, and gravy, exactly. That's there it. There it is, my whole life. Um, so yeah, I was I was semi propositioned by swingers once I back mean, when I was beautiful and young. I was gonna say nineteen would be the only time I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'll see what happens here, maybe. <laughs> oh, I would have said no. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, like I'm no. just gonna follow this goose and see I where I a, end up. Yeah, I like a good adventure, especially when I was young. Like, eh, I'll go to some weird guy's house, whatever. Fine. I don't like adventures in parts of the city I lived in that I was not familiar with. Yeah. I'll oh, just say that. Yeah, you mostly just That's like the adventures in babysitting, as far as I'm aware. Well, That's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Bradley Whitford drove his actual car in that movie, and what? it had a license plate that said "Too Cool." Oh, shit, that's that was his real Illinois wow. license plate. Wow, wow, cool. wow! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so we get deeper and deeper into the despair. Oh of this fuck, we're still situation. talking about this. Okay. I mean, kind of. It's yeah, fuck. Um, real loose one today, we, boys. We start losing the house that the they've barely been hanging on to, paying the mortgage in. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Douglas is frittering away all the money and it's all fucked to do this well like i did this morning apple frittering (laughs) yeah kind of but like more real (laughs) and with like money (laughs) not just me waiting till nine to go get apple fritters so i could go to dicks as well and check out the sales on flannel shirts i was gonna guess golf clubs but yeah sure yeah yeah Yeah. um okay so we get deeper and deeper into this situation uh somehow the imminent despair only serves to strengthen this tenuous family bond Mm -hmm. and like harden the resolve to find this probably imaginary treasure yeah Mm -hmm. um even though they had at this point found a a single doubloon in a field completely unrelated blind squirrel finds a nut uh, you know yeah right yeah um okay so they um we're skipping through a bunch of like failed attempts, uh, foibles, whatever. They do some Costco excavating. 
literally breaking into a Costco and then breaking up the concrete floor mm-hmm. under like a giant scaffolding thing. Yep. While while their jazz friend, don't worry about it. It's not important. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't worry about that jazz man. Yep. Thank you for preempting my question. Yep. 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 I literally have that in a parenthetical in my notes. <laughs> Uh, leads the cops away from the noise in an OJ-style low-speed chase on a uh, Harley motorcycle. It is perhaps the best part of this entire movie. It, it really is, because they're like, sir, you're just wasting gas now. Yeah, they're like, you're going to run out of gas eventually. He's going like four miles an hour on a motorcycle, <laughs> and he eventually does run out of gas. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they keep going through the floor. Uh, they eventually break a sewer main. They They don't have to go very far. I think Seth noted this. It's like six feet, they figure out, is is like how far yeah, the no, treasure should be under this stupid Costco. Underneath the Costco is supposed to be a secret underground river, six yeah. feet underneath the goddamn foundation. Right. That makes no sense. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Skipping over that. Uh, they actually break into a sewer main. Um, well, and... no, it's it's contested. So, so Michael Douglas eh, sure. thinks that it is sulfuric essentially sulfuric acid and it because it smells like you know sulfur yeah and evelyn rachel wood is like that looks like a sewer main but like that's the thing though is it it theoretically could be you know a bunch of you know uh uh sulfurous water i mean and manifestly like he does crawl into it and it does end up being sort of an underground river so i guess it probably is the latter Mm -hmm. of those things yeah you know what what underground rivers? What usually? What often present that way? Sewer mains. Sewers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, as part of this whole plan, uh, Michael Douglas has inexplicably a full set of diving gear and goggles. And uh, well, they shit. they make a point of saying earlier that you can get anything at Costco. Oh, this he got it from the everything. Costco. Oh, I must have. Uh, I must have like. Yeah, so he like is point. wandering around collecting supplies and stuff, and then digging, and then collecting, you know, like oh, gear okay. and that sort of stuff. Like that's that's the central like. Yeah, you can get yeah. anything at Costco, including this stupid surveying equipment. Um, how much longer is this movie? What else happens? Uh, not much. Um, we're almost done. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, you're having the same experience that we had watching it. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> So there, there's some drama. He somehow ends up. Uh, like oh, the cops going... like find that it's broke. That that like because the, even Jazzman couldn't distract the cops well enough. Uh, That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's the only American true American art form, so like, yeah. it has its limitations, you know. Sure enough, sure enough. Other than Scatman John, who well, uh, of course is you know. <laughs> derivative, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah. So, there's... so the cops eventually come back, and they're gonna, you know kidnap or not kidnap they're gonna find them yeah well so they they tie a rope to michael douglas while he's in this river to try to be safe in some that's a shame he's very close to the treasure evan rachel wood is like on the end of the may or may not be the treasure yeah right it sounds like she'd be at the end of a rope yeah Mm -hmm. uh quite literally and figuratively yeah yeah um she eventually like gets like yeah. fall, uh, she falls down because the rope is something it's unclear she slips um, and, and the cops close her in. head real bad on the floor yeah, michael yeah. douglas like gets out of the water sees that she's unconscious and then takes her to a break room and then like has an epiphany and is like hey all right i'm gonna tie you up now uh say that i force you to do this so you don't get into trouble uh-huh. 
Right. Not after he like well uh, he comes out of the water with a big with a big case of something, and is like yeah. in flippers like wandering around the Costco, and then then like finds Evelyn Rachel Wood and then ties her up and is like trying to figure out a place to to stash whatever is in this box. Yeah. Um and so And then jumps uh, back in. Jumps back in the water. Right. This is the weirdest part is he has now like martyred himself. He jumps back in the water like I'm going to find the rest of it, I guess. Yeah, that's Or maybe just suicide, unclear. Mm-hmm. It's very weird because the cops are obviously like at the door at this point. Well, that would be the second Michael Douglas suicide by cop we've had on this show. Oh yeah, true. Oh, sure enough. Yeah, yeah. Um so uh she makes it out of the situation because the cops are like, yeah, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um she is now uh, free of this burden, uh, she buys this dishwasher from Costco. Oh, Michael Douglas gives her like a claim a claim ticket. And it's like, don't lose this claim ticket as he's tying her yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. And this is a thing that she had looked at earlier in the movie and was like, man, it'd be fucking cool to have a dishwasher. I'm so tired of washing dishes. Yeah, because and Michael Douglas up, is like, that's bullshit. You don't need a dishwasher. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so she goes and gets this dishwasher, puts it in her Volvo that somehow she got back. Yeah. Uh, drives he it out it. To Michael the... Douglas bought it back by selling his bass. His jazz bass. His, his oh, jazz bass. his his mm. jazz bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's right. Yeah, he yeah. does play a lot of, or at least like one scene, he plays some fake jazz. Yeah, there's the, a lot of there's a the lot of like bass. jizz and jizz cigarettes yeah, all over yeah, the place. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she takes it out to the coast inexplicably, and then opens the back of the Volvo and opens the dishwasher, and you see this glowing gold yellow light thing come out of the back of the dishwasher. Yeah. Mm. So. Uh, yeah, I guess she wins. Um, I don't yeah. know. The movie, the movie ends it. with a bunch of, uh, I think, Mexican immigrants showing up on shore yep. and being like, hey, where are we? And she's like, California. And they're like, oh, we made it to California. We finally made it. And then they're like putting clothes that they had kept dry and garbage bags on. And yeah, Yes. Well. This this does happen in the last one and a half minutes of the movie yeah. and makes absolutely no sense given the context of the rest of the movie. Yeah. Why, cool, cool. why would you ask, bring that in? But, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So that's the whole thing. I got to tell you guys, I stopped listening yeah, a while oh, yeah, ago. No, that's yeah. absolutely fair. Again, so, I'll remind you, Seth forgot this movie twice and yeah. watched it two days ago. It's true. Like, completely <laughs> forgot. Like, it just, it just evaporated from yeah. my memory. I looked it up while you guys were telling me about uh-huh. it. The guy who directed this movie has not done anything else. Uh, right. Yeah. So we uh-huh. have many theories on this. It is it is a movie that I think we've done in the past thematically. It is a thing where someone, Zach Braff style, thinks that they have struck gold and they are going to make the next. I think, Seth, you mentioned uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Mm-hmm. I would say sort of Garden State, whatever. Like yeah. they, they're like, this is indie gold. I'm gonna fucking. It's the kill summer it. indie hit du jour. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. It was mm-hmm. released the, in. Yeah, go ahead. The, the production value and the actual plot and the writing and the, uh, the acting was fine, but the mm-hmm. writing was, everything else was fucking garbage. It was so bad. Yeah. It made no goddamn sense. And like the production value was genuinely terrible. Like there yeah. were so many things that. We're just like it looked like an 
senior project of a film student. It was yeah. so bad. Like the lighting was all really bad. It was all yeah. like all the fucking was... banjo music. Yeah, there was, was a really... lot of goddamn exposition. Like Evan Rachel Wood talks over literally the entire movie. Yeah, there's... all the she's the narrator as well, and she will not stop. Like mm-hmm. the writing is so lazy because instead of implying anything, she's just like. And my dad sucked, and then here he is, and then there's my dad. Uh, and my dad so. <laughs> could get away. Like, any time that he said something crazy, somebody yeah. would say, like, you're crazy, and then he would say, well, look it up. And that's yeah. how he got out of every situation. God, it sucks so bad. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so another thing is this was released uh, at, at Con, I think, in yep. January. Yep. And then released, uh, like, at, like, what, 15 theaters or some shit? It was uh, five, I believe. Yeah. Uh, five. In, <laughs> yeah. in September. Okay. So, like, clearly, like, with with everything else, like, you'd think that this would become, like, a summer indie darling. But the fact that it was released at Con in January and then, like, had nine months to stew in critics panning it is why it probably didn't get a full release. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, in, in someone, some studio person bought it up immediately, mm-hmm. and then everything happened around it. I mean, right. it. the only redeeming feature of this is the cast. Like, if anyone had read the script, they would have passed. Like, mm-hmm. but if, I assume someone attached either Michael Douglas or Evan Rachel Wood, and they were like, some studio was just like, oh, there are people, that seems cool, let's do it. And yeah. There was something really nice about this movie, though, that I really liked. Oh, that's surprising to me. It was only 96 minutes long. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, well, so I I have in my notes, this movie is a tight 96, but it could have been a tight 45. It felt way longer. Are you saying it could have been an episode of Psych at 45 minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been an extra special episode of Blossom as well. They Um, They, don't know about the future. That's anybody's (laughs) guess. And no good reason for getting all depressed. R.I.P. Doctor John, you made not great music. (laughs) You know, know. Uh, there was so much masturbatory, cyclic. uh, Evan Rachel Wood is impossibly nice, and Michael Douglas sucks. Repeat over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. There, there were just like little five minute cycles of that for the first at least 40 minutes where I was just like, yeah, we get it. Michael Douglas sucks and Evan Rachel Wood is good. Yeah. Great. So like one <laughs> one one major issue with this, though, is that it like it it treats mental illness in such a bad way. And it really yeah. like stuck in my craw the entire time because they were like, oh, all people that are bipolar, you know, act completely opposite ends of the spectrum manic depressive and you know you can't reason with them and they're all eccentrics and that sort of stuff and it it, like really like so zach and i were talking about this about how what, what was it like uh just mentioning uh an issue in a like in a certain time period is good enough yeah, so yeah, like yeah. what we were saying in 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 the nineties it was homosexuality. Yep. And if you have if you have any gay character, no matter what happens, you're like, wow, there was a gay person in there. How progressive, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, yeah. And yeah. so like 
uh, I think now the trend is more towards like fem- feminist issues, more towards mm-hmm. misogyny, that sort of thing. But I think in the early 2000s, it was really geared towards mental illness. And like yep. you just you just flippantly hmm. mention it and that's good enough. And yeah. I, I, I don't know. It, it really rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, no, it's terrible because she well, either it's terrible or like, I don't know, indicative of real life. But like she understands the situation with him, but keeps like enabling the mm-hmm. whole thing for the entire movie. Like that is literally yeah. the crux of the plot in this. And it's just so frustrating to watch her do this over and over. And then the end is the same. Like he, oh, yeah. And he, turns he out redeems to be right. himself. He wins. <laughs> yeah. He wins because he was like a, like not treating himself. And Evan Rachel Wood wasn't like being honest about his situation and then everybody went, and it's just like so. Ugh, it's yeah. just gross. Yeah. So Zach, now do you understand why I hated Whiplash so much? Yeah, no, I. Yeah, <laughs> but there was so much more drumming stuff. <laughs> so I liked yeah, it a lot. If it more, had been less about treasure seeking and more about yeah. drumming, then perhaps yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if there yeah. had been more, if there had been more jizz music in this, maybe that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of jizz in that one too, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure well, we we skipped over a lot of the 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 yas in this one but yeah, it it's really so not matter. important just, it's okay i don't give a shit nah, nah, as well you shouldn't so uh speaking of things that people clearly didn't give a shit this movie uh let's talk about money oh uh, yes. my god please do <laughs> so the, the budget was 10 million mm. uh, would you that's a lot of money can for you a imagine movie where they go to a costco and dig a hole i was gonna say and you mentioned this director had done literally nothing and yeah. has not done anything uh-huh. since then. So, yeah. uh, how much? How much do you want to? How much do you want to guess this movie? Made? That's a uh, yeah. Well, well you guys said it was like five theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, initially, but you know, you get the yeah, you get all that. The, oh, yeah. oh, they they went a little wider. Yeah, um, uh-huh. I don't know, a hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars. Oh no, it made. <laughs> you went one order of magnitude too far. Yeah, one order, but it only made one million. So like, it's still. Uh. It, uh, the the figure I saw was one point zero five million, which yeah. means they're getting really down into yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're really splitting some hairs on that yeah. one. But like it was a one point zero three, but uh, oh, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. massive failure, like yeah. so bad. Yeah. yeah, like oh boy, like you I, said. but I think you guys nailed it. Like it sounds like it, with everything you told me surrounding the movie, this is the kind of movie where it's like it doesn't matter if it's a failure. We're gonna make it back because it's gonna get nominations, and mm-hmm. we're gonna get you know like it'll what... it'll pay the studio off somehow. That's yeah. what they definitely thought. Um... I we've we've talked about this before, where it's like some director, someone has this grand vision where they think this is gonna be the next like amazing like wonder like adaptation or something where it's just like oh this is like an indie movie but it's gonna be oscar bait or like yeah it's like this is the this is the thing i've been working on so it means it's the best thing right and then and then a studio sort of didn't think through it enough and gave them money and then it was like seth talked about the can thing and oh god did michael douglas produce this because he's a movie producer as well like he has a best picture oscar for producing uh no he didn't i don't know Um, Hmm. No, not as far as I'm honestly. Aware. Him and Evan Rachel Wood were fine in it. Like he plays crazy good. It's just not good oh, writing. So like was, crazy is a bummer. Like it was produced by the same people who did Sideways. So oh right. yeah, that's oh right, yeah. which was a, a true huge, indie huge hit. Yeah, huge Alexander Payne, Michael you know? London, and Alexander Payne, and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Would this movie have been better with Paul Giamatti? <sighs> 
No. In what role? <laughs> like, <laughs> as Evelyn Rachel Wood? Yeah. Like I think doing some like age stuff. I I got to I got to stop you. <laughs> is it is it my connection or are you no, saying he, Evelyn Rachel I, Wood every time? Yeah, I, I probably am. Yeah. It's E V A N, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Evan. Evan. Yeah. I always say Evelyn. Hey, that's, that, okay. That's my, I just needed to know. My, Let's call I her Lynn Rachel Wood. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's my pet name. <laughs> sure. so Is a longer version of her name. Hey, hey in, in in Russian, you you take names and you add a bunch of suffixes. So like, my name is Seth, oh but people called me Sethachka, and sometimes uh, Sethik, and sometimes Satulia, and you know that sort of thing. Oh, Which Jesus. one means Seth has a monster down? No, oh, that's <laughs> Satulia. That's the one only my grandmother could say to me. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Hey, what's next? Ooh, what are we talking a about? A little next? baby Seth would be called a Setyonak. Sure. Multiple baby okay. Seths would be Setyata. Here we are. Uh, <laughs> hey, Setyata, you got you got the aim to be There are there are there are many. We are Legion. God, can you yeah. imagine can multiple you, baby Can you sets? tube and oh, throat Jesus. read the IMDb yeah, yeah, rating yeah. for this one for me? Ricola. <laughs> wow, Zach, that's very different. Yeah. Yep. That's just a tube. Uh, <laughs> and it is good for your throat. Uh, but sure, this is a sure. 6.6 with 21K votes. Get fucked, everyone who has ever read <laughs> yeah, it. No, they're movie. wrong. Just That's wrong. crazy. It feels like the kind of movie that like you would be afraid to say you didn't like because you think that you weren't smart enough for it. Yeah, maybe. I, I think don't know. so. Uh, like again, I th- I think the audience that they were imagining for this was like the Garden State teen audience. Right. They, they like, really, they really people who that don't know what emotions are will really like this. This, movie. this would be, this would have been perfect for our age demographic. Like that's what the they were envisioning. Yeah, they were envisioning, you know, us like disaffected young college students, late high yes. school kids, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 What was I before we we get uh, any further? What was the year on um on this movie? Two thousand seven. Oh seven. Yeah. Two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Oh, what you looking up there, fella? The I'm, game I'm was nineteen ninety five. If that's what you're worried about. <laughs> what did you say? The game. <laughs> No, I was not looking up the, the, the best. You know Michael what Lyons I was movie? looking up though? <laughs> Another ninety-six minute movie from two thousand seven. Uh-huh. Is that? it Garden State? Juno. Oh, oh that bleeder was, kid right in the dick. That oh. was the indie darling. Yeah, yeah, that movie this, was actually this, good. This well, thought it was going to be Juno, but but also like this has there's only one relatable character to that to the right age demographic. Say. There's no There's, Alice and Janney. There's no J.K. Simmons. Yeah, which is my age demographic. Yeah. So, like, it's fine. There's Between no creepy, creepy Jason Bateman. There's no... Uh, wait, Jason Bateman's in Juno? Yeah. Yeah, he's the creepy, creepy guy. Uh, isn't he, like, her manager or something? Oh. No, he's the he's married to oh. um, Jennifer Garner. Right. Oh, like, yeah. the adoption thing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yes. you know, so if you want to watch a movie from 2007, maybe watch... An indie darling from 2007. Yeah, maybe watch a Juno. <laughs> um, Which also has things that don't hold up, but sure, it's... Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. So, better. Uh, let's, let's just rate this stupid... Absolutely. Trash Have at fire. it, bud. Okay, well, uh, I'll, I'll do Lee's first um, with his... Uh, all of his Seth pieces. Um... <laughs> I'm glad you I really remembered the thing you, that I uh, forgot jumping... I misspoke. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked you uh, jumping back and forth uh, between... Um, 
Yeah, so I really liked all of your your uh, flashbacks jumping back for, for Pumping Iron because I liked how you sequenced it. And you were talking about this, like, before we were started recording, how, like, you weren't really sure how to organize it. But I think yeah. I think your juxtaposition works really, really well, and you could do a lot of fun montage uh, and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Um and you know that you know you always ship Potankin and, and all that and stuff. And you have you have this way of just like having these wonderful one-liners at the end of your goddamn movies that make me feel something. It was the, <laughs> and it was the, I got to be honest, it was the only thing I was good at as an academic. I could tie off a fucking paper like nobody's <laughs> yeah, business. Yeah, goddamn, the first thing that is too heavy for Arnold to lift. Oh my god, <laughs> that is you, very good. You yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, and because of all the sexual innuendo, you get a six point nine. <laughs> As for this original piece of shit, it gets a two point four. Ooh, okay. Yeah. No lead up or anything. I like this. That's fair. I mean, it is entirely, like, as we discussed, I completely forgot everything about this movie. As <laughs> two times! As, two, twice, two times! As soon as I stopped watching it. So, like, yeah. I had to reread the the Dr. Wikipedia Esquire the Third summary several times to get through this. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. even as we were recording. Oh, yeah. Yep. So. I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I'll start with OG. Um, hit, we talked about this a bunch but like i feel like the problem here was it couldn't see the forest for the trees like it was stuck in the details and trying to be you know one of those indie darling movies and it thought it had a bunch of cool moments but it lost the like overall narrative and that is just very dumb um yeah there was just a lot of aesthetics and like six six is fucking baffling i don't know who watched this movie and thought that this was going to be awesome yeah um, or thought that yeah. it was awesome. That's trash. Yeah. Actually, Seth, you and I talked about this. Uh, on the 1 to 10 scale, which isn't the Likert scale, but let's... let. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They all have problems. Uh, the 1 is a certain thing, and yeah. then the 3.2 is on the 1 to 10 scale is the worst rating you can give a movie. Yeah, because it's so middling. Like, it's not so bad yes. that it's good. It's exactly. not, it's not, like... It's not fun oh. bad. Yes. And it's, it's not just middling. The, it's just It's similar to how my my this movie is so nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing is a 5.4 instead of a 5.0. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. This is yeah. this is like that but also like I didn't enjoy it in any way shape or form. So Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I'm going to go like 3-2. Like yeah. it was mm-hmm. it was so forgettable and stupid as we talked yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um Lee, I I liked your movie a lot. Uh, it was, mm-hmm. I mean, like just casting Michael Douglas as fucking Ooh. Arnold Schwarzenegger is so stupid. I forgot like, I about that. Also, <laughs> oh man, so that, that... and ag- and again and again, all credit has to go to friend of the show. Oh, so that. even yeah, more yeah. deserves that six point yeah. nine from me. <laughs> I also liked. Because again, I forgot during your movie, at the end or near the end of your movie, you reminded us, hey, by the way, Michael Douglas is cast as Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and I went, oh shit, he's right. That did happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I mean, we already rated this stupid thing low. So I'm going to go 6 9 as well. So hey! That's a double. Uh... 
Well, much like a 69. That's a double. Sure it's true. Yeah. I, I also like Reciprocate. the prag- I, I like the pragmatic issues mm-hmm. of having to reenact uh, pumping iron scenes with an old Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> it seems very fun. <laughs> like, seriously, everybody all around him is like curling cookies and he's yeah, yeah. like doing two 15s in a bar. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Um, all right. Well, uh, so next week, apparently, oh, I'm doing yeah. The Phantom. Speaking of hey, the opposite oh, I told of you forgettable I was forget. movies. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm so excited for this. Yep. This movie is very important to this show. Yes. Uh, Seth, Seth, in fact, owns three three replica rings from this movie uh, that he's supposed <laughs> to give give one each to uh, Zach and I. Yeah, um, maybe. As, maybe as soon as, as soon as Zach gets us a gift, then maybe I'll... All right. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you guys are all going to get matching pyramid tombs in New Orleans oh. next to each other. Oh, oh that's pretty good. Uh, that's... God, that's going to cost me like $300,000. <laughs> At least. <laughs> Ooh, do yeah. your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't want to get them repossessed. It'd be a yeah, it's true. Yeah. That'll suck. I mean, it would be a lot easier for you to get those repossessed than actually give them to us. So, like, you I know. could just tell yeah. you that that happened, and then we're all good, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Well, yeah, why tell the truth when a lie will fit? <laughs> I, I, too, like Nick Cage. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have anything this week, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Smash Evil? Did I do it? <laughs> you, you, Almost. Almost. <laughs> 